grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. We are continuing our series on Get Healthy. Because it's a brand new year and a lot of folks are saying, okay, I've got to get healthier this year. I'll make some commitments. I'm going to set some goals. We're like, we're going to do the same thing here at church. So the theme is Get Healthy. And the first Sunday we talk about losing weight. Losing the, the weight of our shame, of our past, of our sin. And last Sunday we talked about detoxing. And today we're going to talk about getting fit. Getting fit. So uh, I, did, I made a commitment. I was going to be a healthier person in 2016. And so I, I didn't know where to start. And so I, I got an app. Because that's what you do these days, right? You, so you get an app for anything. So I got this app. It's called Fitocracy. I don't know. It was, it was highly rated. So Fitocracy. So I get the app. And I go to the Gypsum Rec Center. And I plug in my app. And I, I just kind of hit the button. I'm like, okay, what do I do first here? I hit the button. It asks me some questions about what my goals are. I fill that out. And I hit the button. It says, okay, first exercise, plank. Hmm. Like plank? What's plank? And there's like a little picture to show you what planking is. I'll show you. So you get on the ground like this. Right? And you just hold this. And there's like a little button on the app. And you push the button, and there's a timer for how long I'm supposed to do this. It says 60 seconds. I'm like, okay, that can't be that bad, right? <laughs> 60 seconds is a long time to do this. So I'm, I'm going, I'm doing, and I start doing you know, the shake, you know, when you're doing it too long, you're like, oh, finally I get done with it. I'm like, oh man, that was brutal. So I hit the next button. It says, do it again. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? All right, so I get back down on the ground again. I'm planking, I hit the button. It's 60 seconds again. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. And I, 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 I do it, right? I get back up again, I hit the next button. Do it again. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> so uh, I get back on the ground, I'm doing the whole shake. And there's this guy there. You know the you know, you know rec center guy? He's lifting the weights. <laughs> He's like, bro, you really like the plank. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like the plank. The app keeps telling me to plank. And he says, that's cool, bro. You know, when you plank, it's good for your core and your abs. It's going to shred your abs. I'm like, shred your abs? Is that good? Is that bad? I don't even know. He goes, oh, no, you're going to get a six-pack. So that's cool. I'm like, you know what? I could take that. Six-pack abs. That's not bad. I'll take that. But you know, the, the bro at the weight room, he lied to me. Oh, I haven't gotten six-pack abs yet. I'm not even close. I didn't settle for four-pack abs. But I don't have that. I have more like a one-pack. It's a one-pack ab. It's a little belly button. That's what I got. So maybe a, maybe a diet is kind of important too for keeping fit or getting fit. You know they say you are what you eat, right? Yeah. You're what you eat. Or put it another way, you are what you put into you. That's what you are. And you are what you put into you. 
And that's true physically, it's true spiritually. You are what you put into you. If you exercise and eat right, you're able to do things that you couldn't otherwise do. For example, if, um, if you walk three miles every day, and someone says to you, hey, you want to go on an eight-mile hike? You probably could do it, right? I mean, you could do it. You might be a little sore afterwards, a little long, but you could do it. Now, imagine you don't do anything at all. And someone says to you, hey, let's go on an eight-mile hike. You can't do it. Or you can, but you're going to feel it for the next three weeks. You are what you put into you. Being fit, physically fit, enables you to do more. The same thing is true spiritually. If you put good things into you spiritually, you are able to be more. When life gets hard, you're able to be more at peace and walk through it more securely. You're able to be more understanding and walk in someone else's shoes more easily. You're able to be more generous to those in need because you know how generous God is to you. You're able to be more gracious because you know Jesus' incredible grace for you. You are what you put into you. And when you put into you God's word, you're able to be more. <clears throat> Let me put it this way. How often do you consume food? Like every day, like multiple times a day. Hopefully three times a day, right? A good breakfast, and a healthy lunch, a healthy dinner. It's all good. You consume food multiple times a day. How many times a day do you consume spiritually? And ask that question, and some of you are going, well, I go to church, and then I, I pray. Like, you're thinking the question that way. And, and you're close, but you're not quite there. You consume spiritually multiple times a day. You do. You just don't know it. Because everything is spiritual. Everything is theological. Everything has a message. Every song you listen to, every TV show you watch, every uh, website you visit, every commercial you hear is a message. It's a theological message. Every single one of them. Just because it doesn't talk about God doesn't mean there's a theology behind it or a spirituality behind it. Because remember, the first commercial ever produced was about an apple. Everything has a message. You consume spiritual food multiple times a day. There's no spiritually neutral topic or art or media. Everything has spiritual or theological implications. You consume more theologically every day than you eat. We just do. And so the question is this, what are we consuming? What are we putting into ourselves theologically every day. And so if you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, it's, it's kind of like spiritual Twinkies. It's every, every day. And, 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 not because, and not because there's something wrong with them. It's not that's not the reason. I mean, they're sinners just like the rest of us. But there's an emptiness there. 
And then what do you do when you watch the Kardashians? You tell other people about how lame they are. And then we become emptier still. What's the number one song in America in 2015? You know it? Uptown Funk. It's a good song. It's got a good beat. It's easy to dance to. And the message of Uptown Funk is this. It's a song about pretty girls, a guy who believes he is too hot, and dancing on a Saturday night. That's what the song's about. And there are theological implications. What's the best, the biggest movie in 2015? Star Wars. Star Wars, by far and away. And Star Wars has theological implications. There's a good side, there's a bad side, and for some reason, it tends to run in families. That's Star Wars. Everything has theological implications. Every song, every book, every website. So the question isn't, does this have a spiritual message to it? The question is, what spiritual message does it have? And the vast majority of the time, it's a mixed message. Star Wars has some good things to say. And it's not some good, so good things to say. It's a mixed message. Just like most media, art, books, literature, website, whatever it is. And so how can you tell what's good food and what's junk food? How can you tell the difference? Well, you eat good food. And the more good food you eat, the better you're able to tell what the bad food is. How many of you have ever gone on like a really strict diet? Like you went super healthy, right? You went super healthy. When we went to Cuba, we went super healthy. Not because we wanted to, but that's because we had to. They just had like chicken, beans, and rice. And, and water, lots of water. We had to keep drinking water. It was hot down there, right? I came back to the States, and I had a, I just want, I just want a cheeseburger. I just wanted a cheeseburger. Like, so I got this big, juicy cheeseburger, bacon, guacamole, you know. I'm eating it. I was sick afterwards. Just too much. And so to know the difference between junk food and good food spiritually is to get into some good food. It's to get into the Word. Micah, prophet Micah, chapter 6, verse 8, he says this. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. And that's a cool thing about God's word. It doesn't just tell you what's good. It speaks of God's grace, His truth, His integrity, honor, mercy, and love. It puts it in you. Remember that old saying back in the 70s when they were trying to promote libraries? It's like, have you read a good book lately? Remember that? The Bible's different. It's, has the good book read you lately? And I want to encourage you to jump into God's Word on a regular basis. 
and for some, some of you, it, it's hard. It's just hard. It's hard to know where to start. It's hard to be consistent. Sometimes you read it, and you're not quite sure what you're reading or what the point of it is. And so when I read the Bible, it's great to ask three questions. The questions are this. One, what is God doing? Two, what is God calling me to do? And three, what is God promising? And you can read almost any passage of Scripture and ask those three questions and go, there you go, that's it. It's fantastic. In fact, go ahead and pick something. Pick something out. Just grab the Bible right there, or, or if you have the Bible on your phone, pull that up. Pick a verse. Now, if you could be so kind to me, pick something from the New Testament. Only because if you're just starting this out, Old Testament's a little hard. I'll be honest with you. It's a little tricky. Go New Testament. And if you could, not Revelation, because it requires a whole lot more context. Pick something. What do you got? Oh, okay. That's all right. Here, what do you got? No, oh, if you'd like to, go for it. No, I can't. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and almost got a section. Yeah. Nate, go for it. Psalm. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. But where, where are you at? Psalm. Psalm 119. 119. 32. 28. Uh, page 607. There you go. Psalm 119. What verse? 28. Oh, there you go. Okay. My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. And I'll just continue there. Keep me from deceitful ways. Be gracious to me through your law. I've chosen the way of truth. I've set my heart on your laws. I hold fast your statutes, O Lord. Do not let me put me put to shame. I run in the path through of your commands, for you have set my heart free. What is God doing? God is giving law. And not only that, he's, he's strengthening those who follow it. What is God calling of you? He invites you to follow his, his perfect law. And he promises to uh, not let you be put to shame. It's really simple. There's not much to it, really. It's another passage. Someone else. The passage. There we go. First Corinthians four. Twelve. First Corinthians twelve. Gotcha. Five to six. Four. Four. Yeah. There you go. Okay. It's on page one thousand one hundred and thirty-six. Your Bible's there. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working. The same God works all of them and all men. And then he continues. Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another the message of knowledge by the means of the same Spirit. 
to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he gives them to each one just as he determines. What is God doing? He's giving gifts. What is God calling me to do? Use those gifts. What is God promising? His presence. That same spirit. To you. And then that's being in God's word. We did two passages. What, two minutes? Three minutes? You can do it during the commercials. <laughs> you can do a whole chapter during halftime today. I want to encourage you to be in God's word. If you're not sure where to start, start with one of the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. And just read about Jesus. That's a great place to start. Gospel of John, if you're really just starting out, Gospel of John is phenomenal. I encourage you to start. This is a little bulky. Pull up your phone, download an app. Not sure what app to download? Just download Best Bible Apps. Just Google that, you'll find some great ones. I did last night. Google that, download something on your phone. Something will pop up every day. You do your devotion that way. As you leave church today, there we have those uh, portals of prayer. They're real small. You can stick in a backpack or in a desk at work. They take about two minutes. And all you're really doing is you're putting some good food in. And it's critical. Because you're putting in spiritual food every single day. Every day. And there are a ton of mixed messages out there. Some good, some not so good. you to get in the Word. Even better, get in the Word together. So Lana is leading us a couple, two small groups. Lana's right here. There's Lana. Will, Kelly, Charlie, and Marilyn, they're leading a small group. They're right there. And there you guys are down Valley, right? There you go. Awesome. We've got a group after church uh, on every Sunday. You're welcome to be part of that. Topper's part of a small group. You know, you're just, they're out there. And it's great because you walk together with other people. You can say, I don't understand this part. Can someone help me? Or even better, I'm struggling with this area in my life. Can you hold me accountable? This is a challenging spot right now. Can you pray for me? Can you keep fit? put good food in. You put good food in and physically you're more healthy and you can do more. When you put more spiritually in, you can be more. And my friends, God, God's word teaches this. You, are, you can be more loved because Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And that, my friends, is true spiritual health. It's not being more present or remaining more in the moment or communing with nature. 
So a lot of talk about spirituality, and, and it's all about what you need to be doing. But true spirituality is this. Jesus Christ died and rose for you. And loves you very much. And invites you to explore what that sacrifice, uh, what his gift to you means each and every day. And that, my friends, is spiritual fitness. And I pray for you in 2016 that you would know God's grace and his power even more as we walk in his word. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, Lord, you promised your Holy Spirit to indwell in your people, to provide your gifts, Lord God. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would live in each and every one of us, that we might use your gifts, that we might know uh, Jesus uh, more and more, that we might exercise those gifts each and every day. But to do that, Lord, we've got to be grounded in you. And your word is that gift. And Lord God, in our culture, in our nation, your word is so easily accessible and so easy to get. We can, we can download a copy of the Bible right now. And because of that, we often take it for granted. We lift up our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world who, who would crave for scripture in their language. Who, who memorize your word because they don't have their own Bible. We lift them up to you. We pray, Lord, that you would watch over them, that you would sustain them, that you would give them your word. And Lord, as we lift up ourselves in 2016, Lord, we pray that your word would indwell in us, that your good book would read us as we follow you and know your love for us more and more every day. We ask this um, for your glory and for our joy. Amen. May the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, May guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord for life everlasting. Amen.